Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone is having an absolutely fantastic day today, as always, and you're staying healthy, as always, and be sure to check out the product of the week, the last day it's on sale, the Magnesium Brain Food. It's been on sale for about right out of a week now. It'll be changing tomorrow for whatever else is winning. It looks like, I think, the vitamin C with antioxidants and the CoQ10, both of those are pulling really strong, but the day will be the last day on the Magnesium Brain Food, 15% off Super Sales Product of the Week, so if you want to stock up on it or you want to try it out, now's the time. Also, too, I will have it on the front page of the website here probably shortly, probably the next couple hours, is the new reformulated joint rebuilding formula. This has been a staple formula for years that we have carried here, and we've completely and totally reformulated it now. Uh, The capsules are a little bit bigger, so we've gone from 180 down to 120. We're able to get more in the larger capsules, so you don't have to take as many capsules a day. Also been able to make the bottle a little bit more efficient for packing and shipping and really clean up the formula, including we've added the green lip muscle extract to it. We've also thrown and hyaluronic acid and have kept in the uh, glucosamine, the MSN, fatted Boswellian extract, really doing, doing research and kind of throwing some stuff more together that we've found over the years that continues to add more and more effective approach to rebuilding soft tissue and cartilage and the joint rebuilding formula we had originally. That was an older formula, yet it worked really good. We found more research over the years now, certain ingredients that work really well together, and we completely tied in this formula, made it very clean, made it very clear, and made it very very effective as well. So again, this has been a great product over the years, and now it's much better even than it was before as we've adapted new ingredients over the years to it. So be sure to check it out on the website. It'll be on the front page. Probably going to put it on sale for a few days. Let people try it out. Love to get feedback on it. Everybody that's taken it so far has been getting good results. I've been running it for a while now on the new formulation. I had some test bottles that were brought in first to try it out. As you know, I'm used to train really, really heavy in the gym. I used to ride motocross when I was younger. So I'm definitely no noob as far as to, you know, joint health and you know beating on the body so it's done really well for me a lot of people are getting good results from it so i definitely want to encourage everybody if you like the original one very confident you're going to like this one as well you can still stack it with the joint relief formula as that one also too will probably be getting reformulated over the next year however that product works really well uh, by itself is just for relief but the joint rebuilding this is what really actually rebuilds soft tissue and helps out with the joints and the cartilage. So be sure to check it out on the website. It'll be up there in the next couple hours on the front webpage, and I'll throw it on sale for you guys. Just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that. Now, also, too, I saw this, and I'm going to pass it to Dad here in a second, get his opinion on it, because yesterday we made a total joke out of this entire situation with this F-35 the memes on Instagram and social media went nuts, and what's funny was there was somebody – that it posted a meme and you know it didn't really get much more accurate than this because you know this is a this is a specialized fighter jet i mean this you know it's f-35 this isn't you know little little says the flying around you know to paddle hop this is a specialized fighter jet with the most advanced technology in the world and spike cohen wrote he goes it's just so everybody's clear the government that just lost an f-35 in south carolina would like you to know that you can't be trusted with your semi-automatic AR-15 sporting rifle. And I just laughed when I read that as far as the irony that you've got an 80 to $100 million advanced fighter aircraft that the pilot ejects out of, and now they're coming out and they're saying, oh, well, we, we found the plane. We found the wreckage. It, was, it, it crashed in South Carolina. 
80 miles from the base where he ejected out of. So you're telling me that the pilot ejected out of the plane. The plane more than likely went straight down pretty quickly. I mean, 80 miles in a fighter jet that fast, that doesn't take very long to cover that distance. And yet they put out in the mainstream media that, oh, no, we couldn't find it. My opinion, this entire story was, again, more obfuscated theater to keep people distracted. I just want to bring it up because I found it interesting because I do think the F-35 is a super cool aircraft. I've watched it as sudden fun and the ability for it to hover over the runway for indefinitely, an infinite amount of time, and what it does in the air. Uh, super cool plane. Always been into aircraft. Loved aircraft since I was a kid. But this story yesterday, I called it out and told you it was complete and total theater garbage from the very beginning. And the fact that they want to feed us this and act like, oh, yes, we can't find our F-35, but – you know, we can shut down and lock your doors in any vehicle in the entire planet with OnStar and Tesla can monitor every single thing you're doing in your car in real time. But, you know, can't, just, just lost this F-35. There's even a meme that somebody put out. It was a fake eBay, a fake eBay listing. And uh, it was really funny. Somebody sent me. I'll see if I can post it on the website. And uh, essentially said F-35 stealth fighter jet, $80 million or best offer. $5.50 shipping, condition, used, title, branded, salvage title, make an offer. <laughs> it's it really funny, actually. And so it, this, is the, this is kind of the joke that the entire U.S. government has turned into now, especially under this Biden administration. And I think that's the overall goal, isn't it? We're watching an administration that's intentionally, intentionally going out of their way to make a fool out of themselves to – reduce the respectability of the United States and what it once was and the ability for us to be, you know, a strong unified nation. And you turn around now and you've got this just complete and total nonsense that's constantly being spewed with these individuals at the top that are just total Satanists running the show and people don't want to call them out. It's interesting to me now is that Russell Brandt and basically the guy from the um, uh, Sound of Freedom the CIA agent, essentially uh, Tim Ballard, both of them now simultaneously out of nowhere have now had prior sexual allegations thrown upon them almost identically at the same time back from 10 plus years ago. Russell Brandt, if you remember, he went on Bill Maher's show not too long ago and absolutely called out the big pharmaceutical company and said that if you continually keep everyone in a perpetual state of fear, you will have a perpetual money stream income from vaccines even if they don't work. I'll Posted the link, so it's about a two-minute segment, and he got a lot of blowback from it. And now suddenly, these girls are coming out saying, "Oh well, he grabbed me inappropriately ten years ago when we were at a party." And Tim Ballard now has seven women that have now come out simultaneously at the same time now that this movie's blown up, and said, "Oh well, he made inappropriate gestures to me and sent inappropriate texts to me fifteen years ago now." And so I, I just want to come forward. Listen to me. Sexual allegations obviously are not a joke. Going around and doing things that people that they don't agree with and basically doing this to females is not a joke. I'm not discounting that because it's not funny. It's not okay. It's not acceptable. However, you also have to look at the timelines that certain things occur. And when you start seeing people that are putting stuff out there that's getting a lot of attention and a negative light for the mainstream media and for the deep state, and suddenly out of nowhere, they get these allegations. They did the same thing to Andrew Tate. Love him, hate him. A lot of people don't care for him, don't really care on your opinion. It was ironic enough that he started massively talking about the deep state and what was going on with COVID and everything else in between in detail. I mean, similar stuff we talk about on this show. Suddenly he gets raided by 30, you know, uh, Romanian 
um, SWAT team guys. They hold him in jail without pretrial release for the last five months. He finally has gotten out now, and now suddenly all the girls, the four girls that allegedly said he had sexual misconduct with, they've now dropped their entire story, and charges are being dropped now. This is and has been one of the most effective ways to decredit and or excuse me, discredit an individual who's out in mainstream public eyes because what happens is – even though these allegations can be completely and totally erroneous and false, once the mainstream media picks up on this in every single title on every single story that they post simultaneously, ironically, all at the same time in unison together talks about this, it massively ruins your public image. And this is what happened to Tim Ballard now is that the Operation Underground Railroad that he basically founded, the nonprofit that he founded and worked with to save tens of thousands of kids, they have now completely and totally dropped him and basically distanced him because of the situation that occurred. Now, again, my saying that he didn't do something bad in his past? No, I'm not. Am I saying these guys are perfect? No. Am I saying that they've been involved in stuff in the past? I don't know. But one thing I do say, and I've always said this, who's the benefit when you start having these allegations suddenly come to light right when stuff starts going public about these horrible acts that these guys prevented, stopped, and helped basically be involved in or talking about certain things that are actually happening right now and get huge coverage out of nowhere, organic millions and millions of followers and listeners because they talk about these topics, suddenly – They've got to discredit them, and this is always one of the easiest ways to do it. So, again, am I saying these guys were involved in it? I don't know. By saying they did it, I don't know. What I'm saying is you got to look at the timeline, and you got to look at what they've actually exposed and what they've been putting out there. And when it comes to big pharma and when it comes to child sex trafficking, those are two of the no-no topics you do not bring up on mainstream media, period. You do not talk about them. I was talking to a friend about that yesterday, and we were discussing you know, different things when it comes as far as to sex trafficking and sexual exploitation in the United States. The United States is the number one sex trafficker in the entire world, and yet it's a topic that you very rarely ever hear brought up ever in mainstream media. Why? Because it's what all the deep states evolved in. There's a reason why, guys, they're allowing millions of migrants and undocumented individuals, including children, to come across the border. And now suddenly they separate these children immediately at the border, and now they're suddenly giving all these children out to sponsors and foster children programs all across the country. Just thought I would mention that. There's a reason why it's happening right now, and as we already know, you know, Department of Family Services and the foster system in the United States – as we have exposed over the last couple of years, it is one of the cor most corrupt agencies as far as when it comes to child sex trafficking. Now, is everybody in that agency and in those departments corrupt? Absolutely not. But is it used and exploited to utilize this to put children in places they should not be among men they should not be around to exploit them? Absolutely. We've documented it, and it's a very real problem. And so, again, this is why it's so important to monitor your children as best you possibly can, especially in this very strange time and age right now because they're trying to normalize this behavior. They're trying to make it acceptable, and that's the next phase that they're rolling out of this perversion and the separation from normality and separation from reality is by saying, well, grown men can be women and grown men can have babies. And no, they can't. We already know this. This is not a debate. There is no question about it. But if you can realize what they're doing with the psychological aspect of removing reality from the equation and start bringing in the concept that they've already done now in some cases, in some court cases, where a 40-year-old man says, well, I identify as a nine-year-old girl. You know, you can't, you can't charge me on this. That's going to be the next phase that they're going to slowly start rolling out is normalizing pedophilia. If you don't believe it, 
to your own research and wake up and pull your head out of the sand and protect your children at any and all cost. What do you think, Dad, about that this morning? Uh, I, you know, that's that's a great intro, Austin. Uh, the children and the child trafficking to the Department of Family Services has been legendary from a bad standpoint. I'm not talking about positive. I'm talking about horrible, horrific legendary uh, because it's been known for years and years that these kids in many cases are put into places where they shouldn't go and then they just disappear. And nobody knows what happens to them. They just go out on the street or they get trafficked. And it happens repeatedly. And you say, hey, it's a runaway. It's a runaway. Well, okay, well, where'd the runaway go? You can't find a runaway. He's 10, 12 years old. I mean, what the heck? And, I mean, it's not like it's not obvious that a 12-year-old or 10-year-old kid's running around the street on, a, by, on his own. I mean, why aren't the police picking them up? I mean, just, but they're not. There are many of them are on the street. If you watch that movie, Sound of Freedom, it shows a bunch of little kids getting grabbed by guys on motorcycles, grabbed by guys on vans, and hauled off. And, of course, the child trafficking coming across the border now is unprecedented because what they're doing now is they're using these young kids, you know, as chips, I guess, and, you know, in the great pawn of the game deal. Uh, these people are perverts. Remember, gosh, how do I say this without saying so long, making it sound awful? The Babylonian Talmud, I'll just do it this way, you know, says it's okay to have sex with these young children, period. And the rulers of the planet follow the Babylonian Talmud. These are the Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan weirdos. And they want to have it legal. They want to have pedophilia legal at a young age because they're basically – Talmud says that it's okay to do that. And if you don't believe that, you can look it up yourself. But it's just that – and these are the guys that run the central banks. These are the guys that run the major corporations. These are the guys that run the media. Exactly like you said, Austin, when you start talking about this kind of stuff, you're censored. I remember years ago, I was on with a, a guy, a radio personality guy, who's a friend. I haven't talked to him in years, but he's a good man. His name's John, it's John Jay, and it was John Jay and Rich Show. And they started in Cincinnati, and they ended up going to Houston, and they ended up going to Tucson, and I think they're in Phoenix. And they're syndicated on many broadcasts. And they had me on the last time about 10 or 15 years ago. I'll never forget. And they had me on for the entire show. They had me on from like 6 in the morning until 10 in the morning or whatever it was. And we talked about health and fitness the entire time for the four hours, along with other guests, et cetera. We did a whole bunch of our Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy series on that show, and we were never asked to come back, period, because we were too far to the extreme as far as telling the people the truth. And apparently John Jay got censored and was told that that didn't happen again. And I, I love John Jay. He's a great guy. But, but the reality is, I mean, you know, he's being controlled as far as his production people and his job as far as having people come back on as a guest. And I've over the years asked him a couple of times, you know, if we can come back on again. And it was always the same thing. Oh, no, no, we have Dr. Oz down now. You know, Dr. Oz is a big, big, big spokesperson for the for the medical establishment. We have Dr. Oz on now. So we, we don't we don't we're not going to bring you back on because Oz is a regular and all this other kind of stuff. And, you know, and I'm sure Dr. Oz is on because he's going to spout the mainstream rhetoric as far as what he's supposed to speak or he would be on a TV show. And this goes on and on and on and on. If you don't do what you're supposed to do and they give you a position of authority or position of power or position of prominence, they quickly censor you and take you down. So same thing is true with this guy from the Sound of Freedom that you were talking about, Austin. You know, I mean, I don't know if, you know, if Russell Brown or Tim Ballard were involved as far as any type of you know, sexual assault or sexual abuse. That's a very easy charge to promote on people, isn't it? You know, that's why, you know, you guys know that I'm out dating people now, and which is I really don't want to do because I just want my wife back. But it just is I find myself where I don't want to be doing what I don't want to do with who I don't want to do it with as far as dating. And I, and I found that it's, it's interesting because what I do is I never, ever meet a girl or pick up a girl and go on a date like I used to do in college. I just meet them at a restaurant, just meet them in a central location, neutral location with all kinds of people around. And they don't get in my car, period. And, and it's just because you don't need those types of allegations made against you. 
And, and the sad part about this stuff is that, you know, this is where the world has gone now. This is how the world has become this incredible nightmare to live in with all of these nutbags running around, running everything, who are Satanists, Kabbalists, Luciferians, synagogue of Satan, you know, child pedophilic people. I remember, remember Jeffrey Epstein was a Kabbalist, so is Jelaine Maxwell, and probably her father was too. And, you know, and they, and they and they basically worked for Mossad, and Mossad basically, you know, is run by Israel and Benjamin Netanyahu and the Rothschild banking cartel that started Israel, you know, through the Balfour Declaration. It just goes on and on and on. Or Lord, Lord Rothschild actually wrote the Balfour Declaration, and all of this stuff is part of our history that nobody wants to talk about, because if you talk about this part of it too. You're censored on mainstream news. That's why Austin and I were taken off of YouTube after just about six or eight months years ago. They took us down before they took anybody else down. And they, they didn't even get us a reason. Copyright violations of what? You know, and it, it was nuts what they did and how they took our shows down. And finally, I just told Todd, I said, just take it all down. I said, I'm not going to deal with it. I'm, I'm not going to play this game with YouTube. And so we built it, we built it through Global Star now. And now we're about to go on TV and start doing, you know, our own videos and, and using different different mediums. But but the reality is, is that they don't want you talking about this. The same thing I told you about happened to me with, when I was on Herman's show, when I started talking about the ancient Babylonian religions are still running the planet, who they, who they are, what they do. Now, this has been going on for thousands and thousands of years, long before the formation of Israel, long before that. You know, long before that. We're going all the way back to Adam and Eve and all the way back to you know, Noah and the Ark and all the rest of this stuff. You know, we're going all the way back to fallen angels. That's why I did the angel wars. Yesterday, I had a man here at the house, and he was asking me these questions. You know, he's one of our suppliers, manufactures stuff for us. And uh, we were sitting here in about a three, four-hour meeting, and he started asking me questions because he's listening to the show now. And he started asking me who really is doing all of this and all the other stuff, and he was a big pro-Trump person. And I, and I finally just told him, I said, do you really want to know the answers to this stuff? I said, I, I know the answers to it, but you may not want, want, want this if you're pro-Trump. And he said, well, no, I, I do want the answers. I wasn't going to ask him. I wasn't going to tell him until he told me he wanted to know the truth. You know, Trump now is opposing the heartbeat law. The Sanchez put into power here in Florida, you know, five or six weeks. He's saying he never would have signed. It. He's opposing. It. He's he's now going against the pro you know pro right to life. You know, I mean, you know, this this is the craziest thing. This man, this, this man can't keep his mouth shut, and he, he says all this crazy stuff. And then he claims to be this conservative pro life guy, but then he sits right there and look on his wall. There's a Tree of Life Award, which is from the Kabbalah. You know, he says it's the most prestigious award he's ever received. And he agrees with everything that it stands for. I mean, okay, great. That's all part of the Masonic Lodges, too. All of this stuff is Trump. And now we're given this this circus show for the past two and a half years. Now he's under indictment for this and under indictment for that. And I, and I really like Paul Craig Roberts. I really do. He's a brilliant man. I mean, he seems to think that Donald Trump is you know, one of the answers. The reason that he's not the answer is because, number one, he's not a righteous person. Period. You know, I don't think any of us are righteous without God or through Christ, anyhow. And, and then we only we only have the righteousness of God through Christ. And so we all make mistakes and we all sin. We all do that. But the reality is, is that Donald Trump is a lie. He was best friends with Roy Cohn in New York City, running around going to gay clubs, et cetera, et cetera. And Greg Roy Cohn was a giant flamboyant homosexual up in New York. All of this stuff and Donald Trump and putting all these gay ambassadors in. And then, you know, and then and I'm not going to do it again. I'm, I'm not going to talk about all the, school, all the junk he's done. But people won't see what he's done and look at it from a realistic standpoint. They want to believe he's the Messiah, that he's some type of Christ figure. He's not. And again, this is the Kabbalists putting him out there as a Christ figure, as a savior, okay, as somebody who's sacrificing himself now by going to jail and being considered, you know, being charged with these crimes. He's just, he's the sacrifice and it's all about this. That's the same thing. The Kabbalists wrote the whole thing, the TV show, you know, with with Superman. It was the same thing. 
you know, he's the, he's the, he's the alien coming from another planet is going to sacrifice himself for the human race. And you see it on the movie shows that one movie that was done. One of the last ones, he's sitting in a church with Christ in the garden of Gethsemane behind him. And this guy who's supposed to be Superman is talking to this priest. And, and it's all the symbolism of the Christ figure. And you see this, and this is the same thing they're doing with Donald Trump. Because number one, they have an atavistic hatred of Jesus because he changed their entire old world order into the Christian kingdom of, you know, of the Roman Empire. You know, after it became Christ-centered, it, well, sort of, it had too many pagan rituals that brought in with, with the Christianity. But it was better than what they had as far as open gladiatorial combat to the death and hanging people on crosses and crucifying them. It was better than that. And then Martin Luther cleaned it all up with the Reformation and said, no, we can't be doing this. We can't be selling indulgences. We can't be giving people get-out-of-hell cards. You, you know, you, you got to basically realize they can't buy their way out of purgatory and hell. And so Martin Luther came in and started the Lutheran Church, and basically was they put a hit on him to kill him. He had to hide the rest of his life in Europe and Germany, and he basically transcribed the Bible over so people could read it. And, and he did all of this trying to make people realize that Jesus is our answer. Remember, this is 1,500 years after the resurrection. It was still over a thousand years, over a millennium had passed, and the church had become incredibly corrupt. And then Christianity took off again with the Protestant you know, Reformation and all the rest of the things that happened. And then all of a sudden they came back in and they corrupted it again with the name and claim it, blame it, grab it doctrine. They did it again with the big tent ministries with these high-level masons being put in these high levels of position, giving full TV time and airtime all of the time whenever they wanted to do a TV show and have a Christian rally. All of this stuff, again, was to destroy Christianity by saying if you don't pray a prayer a certain way, you're not saved. If you don't do it a certain way, you're not saved. And again, that further segments and breaks up Christianity. So all of this stuff is just a mess, and that's why we have to keep our hearts and minds and and our values line up with the Word of God. Not that we're going to be perfect because grace covers that, but the reality is we've got to at least try to be a Christian the best we possibly can and not allow these guys to come in and completely usurp us from Christianity. That's why we have to put on the full armor of God. How many of these pastors who have these private jets and these private mansions and all the other things with these crazy lifestyles have been called out now and have had their stuff stripped? And you find out later that they're basically corrupt or they're homosexuals or whatever. And you see it. and I've seen it repeatedly. I dealt with the top with, with the evangelist. Basically, I was on a show and he basically never paid me for the bill. Yeah, that's why I tell you not to not to give these guys money. He never paid me the bill for my books. He still owes. He in fact, to this day, he still owes me the money. Finally, I was on a show again years later. I just gave him the books. So I said, look, you're not going to pay me anyhow, so I'm going to give them to you because at least I want the people that are listening to your show to get the truth about what we're talking about today. Then you can ask Austin. You can call Austin and talk to him. Said, absolutely, I'm telling you guys the absolute truth. Then we shipped the books to this guy for free, all right, and he wouldn't fulfill the orders because he, he didn't have the shipping money. So we had to call back and say, look, we'll give you the money for the shipping. Then finally we had to tell the people that had to order the books from him that, hey, look, call our office if you never got your book. Go ahead and call our office. You just pay shipping. We'll send you another book just for the freight charge. We'll give you another free book. Am I, am I to the truth, Austin? Uh, it's to a T, man. I dealt with it firsthand every day. No, no. And so, 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 so that's why I say to you guys, don't support these TV evangelists. And I, I shouldn't have probably told you guys all that, but I mean this is a nightmare with these people because they think they can do whatever they want to do and have anything they want to have, whatever they want to have it, and there's no accountability to them. So anyhow, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop with that. I, I should have done all that. But the, but the reality is – this is the group out there that's running Christian TV. This is the group out there that basically are homosexuals and gays and weirdos and 33-degree masons. And this goes on and on and on and on that have come into to usurp the authority of Jesus Christ and to put this weird stuff running around with pink hair and dogs in carriages. Are you kidding me? These are a bunch of weirdos. But yet we still sit there and go, oh, wow, we need to listen to Christian TV and send these guys money. No, you don't. Support your local church. 
That's all I can say on that. By the way, you know, this thing, let's, let's, let's jump back in this, this F-35 that disappeared. Okay, number one, I don't believe any of this stuff. I don't believe, I believe the pilot ejected. I do believe that. I don't know how in the world he was injured and hospitalized. I don't understand that because this is pretty safe coming out of these planes when they eject. But he was injured and hospitalized. Maybe they had to get him a debriefing so they could explain to him why his plane was suddenly remote commanded controlled and why his ejection seat ejected him without him knowing about it. I don't know. I'm just talking. This is all speculation. And suddenly 80 miles away, it shows up. Maybe they needed one of these planes to do a remote landing, which, by the way, these planes have the capability of being landed remotely. Just thought I'd mention that without a pilot in them. These are expensive planes, and maybe they need to take an intact example of that to China so they could retro-engineer the stealth capabilities of it or Russia or wherever the highest bidder was. It is unbelievably corrupt Biden regime. I'm just talking right now. I'm just saying stuff that makes no sense whatsoever, but this ain't right. 80 miles later, doggone jet like that, so stinking fast. 80 miles is just, oh, it's just like a minute how fast those things are. If he ejected at a high speed, is that why he was injured? Was he inadvertently ejected? Was he basically ejected by somebody else controlling his controls? I don't know. Who in the world knows? All I know is I watched that plane just a few months ago at the air show in Lakeland come over the runway, hover, do two, three, 360s, just standing, sitting there, and land itself in its own footprint. And it was so funny. They had another meme. Austin was talking about that. And it was, you know, Bucky's is a big gas station down here in Southeast. And they had, a, they had, they had it landing at the Bucky's. And they had it sitting out there at the fuel tanks. They basically said, we found the jet. It landed at Bucky's. And I just, it's these funny memes everywhere. I mean, it's ridiculous that we wanted that. They want us, they, they've got us so brain dumbed down with tricyclic antidepressants and serotonin reuptake inhibitors and fluoride and chemicals in the water supply and all kinds of mind bending and, you know, you know, sex bending and, you know, gender bending chemicals that nobody even thinks about stuff anymore. They say, oh, I need more drugs. Oh, I need more tricyclic antidepressants. I had a friend of mine yesterday told me she was going to go see this. Her doctor had recommended she go see a psychologist. And I said, well, make sure you go see a Christian psychologist, number one. And number two, you make sure you don't go see a psychiatrist. And either one of those two people, no matter what, are still trained to the Rockefeller Rothschild Industrial Medical Complex, period. Unless a psychologist went to a Christian university and he's these biblical principles try to help you sort through your problems. And so many people have problems that they have caused themselves that they don't want to deal with them. So they try to get a professional to try to come help them to figure out the problem. So I don't know. Because this, this whole thing about this F-35, I can see where's the, where are all the photographs? Yeah, yeah, again, they can make all those up too, can't they? It's just a, it's a smoking pile of methane, all that whole thing turned into. By the way, I want to say this too. This is a, this is a post that somebody put on Twitter, and it's about who you choose to be married to if you're going to have babies. And I'm going to say this because I, I read this this morning. I thought it was pretty good for those of you who are younger who are listening to the show. Mate selection is by far the most important determination of your child's life outcomes. Parenting books never talk about this because everyone assumes parenting begins after marriage. This is false. 95% of the stuff in parenting books has little or no effect on the child in the long run. Parenting books should be written for single people while they're seeking marriage, but 9 out of 10 chapters would be about genetics, one chapter about nutrition, sleep training, behavior, etc. Once you get married, you work as a parent is, your work as a parent is mostly finished. I'm going to stop for one second and talk about this. He's right. Listen to me, young fellas, young women. If you're planning on getting married and you find a guy that you really like, he likes to go play with his buddies every night. Okay? He likes to go to strip clubs. Okay? He likes to drink every night. He likes to go out and party every night. He likes to smoke dope. He likes to do all these things. And you see it and you think, well, I'm going to change him. He'll be okay. Same thing. It's true. Invert it. 
you go to date a girl. She likes to smoke dope. She likes to go out to strip clubs. She likes to do this with the girls night out, all the other stuff. Those behavioral patterns will probably not change after you get married. And that's what you're marrying into, and that's the DNA. You find somebody who's got all kinds of issues in their life, all kinds of problems in their life, all kinds of childhood trauma in their life. You better ask yourself a question. Do I want to marry all that? Because you're going to marry all that if you marry somebody like that. So it's better just to avoid people that have too much baggage. You just avoid it and find out who they are first as an individual. Find out if you like them. I remember it takes 90 days to get to know anybody before you start making decisions with these people. I mean I know a lot of people now. I met a guy just the other day. His wife passed away. And you start running into people like this when you have the same thing that happened to you. And he got remarried within 90 days, and it turned into a nightmare for him. He didn't even know the girl. And now she ended up you know, calling the cops on him. He's been locked up three or four times, making up stories about him. He's a super nice, super passive guy, and she just gets mad calls the police that he assaulted me. And then if somebody in Polk County, you say that, somebody's going to jail, period. Somebody's going to jail. So now he's just trying to extricate himself and get divorced. His life turned into a nightmare because he didn't know the person he got married to. Think about them. Think about the DNA. Think about it. If you want to have a child with a guy who's an alcoholic, drug addict, zombie, there's a high probability that that child's going to have a tendency to be an alcoholic, drug addict, zombie. Just say it because it's the DNA, the epigenetics that follows you around over and over and over again. And the same thing goes with women if the women are bad. So be careful with who you choose and realize. You're not in a rush. You're not in a race to get married. It has nothing to do with, you know, how quickly can I do this? It's because you turned 25 yesterday and now you want to get married because guys usually marry whoever they're with when they turn ready to get ready to get married. So if they're 25 and they've made a goal to get married at 25, once they turn 25, whoever they're with, they marry. It's just how they are. And so guys need to be more careful with that. And, you know, I've seen it happen You know, with people that I know who've done the same thing. Whoever they were with, when they turn 25, it's time to get married. Because my parents told me 25 was a good age to get married. And then they may have gone through 25 girlfriends in the last five or ten years or whatever that they've had that were a good marriage prospect. They haven't dated them long enough to be married to them, and they picked the one they're with. Be careful with that, men. And ladies, the same thing. Choose wisely and then work really hard and support each other, respect each other, and give reciprocity. Be reciprocal one another. That's the most important thing. Those three things, support, trust, and reciprocity, and respect, the four things. Because if you have those things in a marriage, you can build it and build it and build it and build it. And you got to have faithfulness in there too. That has to, a lot of that has to do with respect. Now, one more thing about California here. California in the last 24 hours, the California legislature has passed – now, I haven't vetted this, but I'm going to read it to you anyhow – has passed not one, not two, but four bills that are designed to remove children from their homes into the government systems where adults can have private conversations with them. And everyone, and I mean everyone, from the school bus driver to the cafeteria lady will have knowledge about that child's gender confusion, about their stress or anxiety, their depression, except the parents. The children are out. There is no more privacy. This is not an outing policy. This is a parental notification policy. At the same time, we have the attorney general, Rob Bonta, waging an unsubstantiated war, a lawsuit against Chino Valley Unified School District that will fail. I mean, all of this stuff is happening in California. If you guys are still living in California, listening to this show, 
those two are going to have to be mutually exclusive sooner or later. You can't, you can't, you can't stay in a place like that, especially if you've got children. You really don't want to do any of that stuff. And, that, and here's one more thing I want to cover with you. Here are a few things that they're trying to do. This is from Leo Holman, 20 Common Functions of American Life. The government wants to regulate, restrict, or outright ban. I'm going to read you a few of those. They don't want you having wood stoves or gas stoves or gas generators or gas cars or air travel or gas lawn equipment or, or vitamins or supplements. They're planning to ban those again. Over-the-counter coal meds are going to be banned. Uh, Berkey carbon filters now, by the way, the EPA. EPA is trying to ban as banned as several of those physical cash coinage, physical ID cards, plastic or paper being replaced by digital biometrics, such as facial ID palm scans. That goes right back to the book of Revelations. I know I'm going fast. Borders and boundaries between nations, they want them open. National citizenship and national sovereignty plans have global citizens under global governance, right? They don't want you to have a gender. It's going to be all fluid. That's what they want. They, want you, they don't want you to capture rainwater or pump out of a stream or a pond. They don't want you to have private wells. They don't, have one, they don't want you taking water out of your lakes or your streams in order to irrigate. Uh, they, they don't want you doing backyard gardening. They don't want you having firearms. All of this stuff, and even the ability to procreate and reproduce, is already being severely discouraged. And the plan is to ban and replace with artificial insemination. Designer babies will be grown in labs with DNA features for sale under government registration, regulation, taxes, and fees. This is all the technology they want to ban and do away with to prevent you from freely traveling freely and unmolested on your way to turn you into an absolute peasant so they can control you back to serfdom again. This is what the Rothschild banking cartel did with the serfs and the feudal system to keep everybody in a slavery mindset. This is who they are. This is why they were run out of a hundred different countries over the years because people don't want to have their nonsense after a point in time. They get sick of it. The problem is now We've been so brain damaged from the fluoride of the chemicals and the environment and the chemtrails and the aluminum and all the rest of it. Yeah, all that, that we're sitting there going, wow, this is crazy. By the way, talking about that, I think it's the last day for the sale for magnesium brain food. That product is phenomenal. That is the one that I take a tablespoon of every single day. It helps keep up your brain chelated from heavy metals. It's so it's so important, guys, that you take that product. And it's, it's so important you take it every single day. It helps you get rid of brain fog. It's amazing what it does for that. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? No, you're exactly right. It's an incredible product, and that's exactly why they um, they it's been such a top-tier product, why we have so many repeat sales on it, why we all use it every single day. So absolutely, be sure to check it out. It's interesting. I saw an article here earlier from the Telegraph.uk. I'm going to post a link to the art website. You guys can go into detail on it, and because uh, I have a lot of articles I'm covering today, what's interesting it says this is the this, this is the title of the um, article. It says the climate change proposal, which means you never need to see you never see the Mediterranean again, and it says the global think tank is discussing in order to prevent climate change, people should just take one short haul flight every three years by 2030. <laughs> Oh, guys, it, it was just conspiracy theory a couple of years ago that they were starting to shut down flights and reduce air travel. Oh, that, that, was, that was nothing. They're not doing that. They're not intentionally wiping out an enormous amount of the pilots by forcing them to get experimental RNA injections. They, didn't, they wouldn't have done that. No, no, you better believe they are. Remember the movie The Hunger Games, and I've told you guys, especially the first one. That film is depicted and based around the general consensus of what the World Economic Forum future fantasy holds. That's what that film is about if you research it. It's about the entire fantasy of the World Economic Forum. That's why in that film, nobody has any vehicles to travel. 
Nobody uses air flight except for the military and for the politicians and so forth. The only thing you can do is travel on train from district to district all the way to the Capitol building. You have the ultra, ultra lavish elite that simply talk about being able to eat as much food as they can and then drink a drink so they can throw it all up so they can eat more food. They talk about this in the film, just absolute gluttony, absolute perversion in the capital where you have all these other districts where they're all working specifically for one specific reason, and it's a socialistic ideology. Nobody really has anything. Nobody really owns anything, and everybody works indefinitely. That's the goal they're trying to do, and that's why I've encouraged people for so much to really call this stuff out for what it is because a lot of people, they, they don't realize what's happening behind the scenes, and they don't really think it's starting to happen. For example, nobody wants to call out Bill Gates half the time. I saw an article here earlier now, popular X account, Pelham, which is off, uh, previously off Twitter. They shared a post now from basically a um, – they looked up the holdings as far as from the uh, funding that Bill Gates made and what he actually did with the COVID vaccine. This is really interesting. So Bill Gates now, this is, and they're, they're showing all this now as far as documented from his holdings. In 2019 of September, just months, just a few months before COVID went crazy, Biotech, Biotech, which is Pfizer's partner for the RNA COVID shot, this company wasn't even building anything remotely close to RNA allegedly yet. He bought 1.03 million shares at a pre-public offering at a price of $18 a share. Nobody even knew what biotech was. Nobody even heard of it. It wasn't anything going on. It was Pfizer's way of having a shell company out of Germany to produce the RNA gene therapy that they partnered with. Remember, Pfizer's been involved in hundreds hundreds of class action lawsuits and been fined tens of billions of dollars over the last 30 years for doing this exact thing that they do. They set up companies, they have subsidiaries, they have subsidiaries of that subsidiary, and what they do is that company is the one that rolls everything out. They're the ones that get bankrolled, they're the ones that take the hit, Pfizer makes all the money, then the company files bankruptcy and essentially is dissolved. You can do the research on this, I've documented it, you can look it up. It's crazy what Pfizer does, and their absolute criminality that never stops. Well, Bill Gates goes and buys over 1.03 million shares of biotech at pre-purchase offering, pre-public offering. Doesn't nobody even knows about it? September 19. Bill Gates then dumps his stock in November 2021 when the shares are almost $330 a share, right at the peak of where they were at. Gates, on the same day, the same day he dumped his shares in November 2021, he said, We need a new way of doing the vaccines because the vaccine isn't stopping transmission. Yeah. You remember the whole nonsense they told everybody for a year straight, but right when the shot was coming out, the shot protects you and it protects everyone else. It stops transmission. It stops symptoms. It protects you from getting COVID. You have to get the shot. Then finally, after it had been out for almost a year, he comes out and goes, by the way, the, the shot's not working the way we, we expected it to. It's, it's not stopping transmission at all. They knew it was never going to stop transmission because it was never designed to stop transmission. It was designed to make people become a spike protein manufacturing site to continually produce spike proteins in perpetuity, and it was going to build on itself the more booster shots they got. That was the DARPA design technology with RNA gene therapy. Everybody that designed it knew it wasn't doing anything for COVID. It wasn't protecting anybody from COVID. It wasn't stopping transmission from COVID. Yet they lied repeatedly. And, of course, Bill Gates 
made over 300 plus billion dollars, a million dollars on this uh, purchase that he made. You know, ironically, again, the end of 2019, he buys up all these shares of biotech, suddenly dumps them November 2021. Oh, there's no insider trading. Nothing to see here. He didn't know anything about it. Then you got, you know, Martha Stewart and other people, they make some clerical error, sell something because somebody gives them a tip and all of a sudden <laughs> they're completely getting blasted. Or you have somebody that, you know, doesn't pay their taxes or their back taxes. And they go and throw them in prison for years for back taxes. This shows you again the rules for thee and not for me ideology that's being continually perpetrated on the American populace and trying to basically normalize this behavior and make people think that, hey, it's okay. Nothing's going on here. Nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. Just continue to go on with what you're doing. Also, to another news, the expose, Dr. Peter McCullough saying blatantly, Again, no one should take another shot. The COVID vaccines are not safe for human use. Again, I've said that for years now, and he's coming out with it again. Peter McCullough gave a speech at the European Parliament during the hearing hosted by five members of the European Parliament, the MEPs. The hearing was to raise awareness about the World Health Organization, the WHO's powergram. Peter McCullough gave evidence of the enormous wave of harms that the COVID vaccines have caused, their false narrative that, is co- that, is, that it's COVID-causing or all illnesses. Don't fall for the false narrative. It's the vaccine causing this enormous wave in illness, he said. The path forward is clearly for no one to take a shot. No one. The COVID-19 vaccines are all of their prodigy and future boosters are not safe for human usage. The WHO is standing behind these vaccines. It's my belief that the European Union, the United States, and all major shareholders should actually completely pull out of the WHO. And I mean, this this is a bold statement from him. I mean, he's talking in Parliament about this. I'm quoting him right now. So I'll I'll link the article, the website on our daily articles. You guys can look up. I try to do that every day. I tell you guys that. But this is some bold statement from him. He's saying nobody needs to get the shot. And I, again, I couldn't agree with him anymore. But when you actually have somebody with his clout is in front of these individuals and he's saying this now, anybody that's even questioning it, man, you should really start looking at some stuff and wondering, like, man, is this, is this really what we're wanting to do? Is this really where we need to be going with this? Is this really something we need to risk? And what's crazy about this is he said the second major or the first major is cardiovascular disease and heart inflammation. He said the cardiovascular domain of damage in the human body from the vaccine is substantial more than anything we've ever seen from cholesterol, high blood pressure, and diabetes combined. Was We've seen cardiac arrest two years after these shots. He said the second major domain is neurological diseases, stroke, hemorrhagic, gully and bar syndrome paralysis, lack of brain functioning that can lead to death and has led to death with messenger RNA and vaccines. This numbness, this tingling, this ringing of the ears, this headaches, this neuropathy, they're all common. The third major domain is blood clots like we've never seen before. The spike protein is the most thrombogenic protein we've ever seen in human medicine. The spike protein directly causes blood clots. I mean, dude, he can't call this out any more than this now. And he brings all the documented facts. So I want you guys to read this article and forward it to anybody that's actually questioning this. But this, again, is why I continue to bring this stuff up on the show as long as dad does. Because as we said from the beginning, the shot, that was the biological weapon. The COVID virus from the beginning was something that majority of people, in my opinion, if it never went to the hospital and went on remdesivir and went on the ventilators, I personally think the death rate of alleged COVID would have been much, much lower, except in people that are extremely overweight and obese and had respiratory problems already and are unbelievably unhealthy. At the end of the day, 
those people would have eventually died from something very soon, more than likely anyways. Even the simple flu can kill you if you're very, very overweight and out of shape like that. That's why I repeatedly tell people on a regular basis that I work with, that I talk to, it's so important to keep your cardiovascular health strong. Even if you're just going and doing five to ten minutes of cardio a day, you're going to bouncing on a small round trampoline, going for a walk around your neighborhood, getting out and staying active and keeping that blood circulation. On top of that, you can throw in supplements like the CoQ10. You can throw in the vitamin E, the HGH Stimulate. The HGH Stimulate is one of the single-handedly most effective products you can take pre-workout or pre-exercise to really increase vasodilation dilation, opening up the blood vessels, increasing blood flow to every area of the body. That's a product I take every day when I work out. The reason why is because it works so good. Now, arginine and the L-citrulline really, really increases the vasodilation with nitric oxide production in the body, and this is crucial to maintain healthy cardiovascular health. And so again, this is why I encourage people on a regular basis. You've got to take care of your body with proper nutrients. You've got to go in and make sure you're giving it the raw nutrients that it needs so it can continue to stay strong and healthy every single day. What do you think, Dad? If you keep your nutrient density high enough, you're going to have a much healthier life, period. I don't know how to say that any more clearly, but there are several other things you need to do, too. You really need to avoid omega-6 fats. I had a long talk with Steve about this yesterday and how they decreased the cellular permeability, increased the rigidity of the, rigidity of the cell membrane, preventing specific nutrients from going in and out of the cell to feed the cell. Omega-6 fats, those like corn oil, safflower oil, canola oil, all of that stuff is absolutely awful. And you don't put it in your body's period in any concentration. Use olive oil. Don't, don't, don't use, use butter, but don't use omega-6. You don't do that. Don't put soybean oil into your body or corn oil, any of that stuff. And when you go to a restaurant, it's very important, especially if you eat out a lot. If you're going to eat something deep fat fried, which I don't recommend at all in a restaurant to start with because the oil doesn't get changed in most cases on an ongoing basis on enough and it's rancid. It's very carcinogenic. You ask them what they cook the fries in. What type of oil do they use? They're probably going to tell you vegetable oil. It's going to come back being canola oil or soybean oil or safflower oil or corn oil or something, some other wretched oil like that that's, been, that's basically awful or even hydrogenated oil. So be very careful when you eat out. The other night I was at a restaurant and I ordered the chicken. And what they like to do with this chicken is they like to throw it you know, into, into a, in a vat of boiling oil after it's been cooked just to make it crispy. And I told them, absolutely not. You don't deep fat fry my food ever. And they said, not a problem. We won't do it that way. We'll leave it in the oven for another couple of minutes. I said, that's fine. You know, why do you have to you know, deep fat fry it? Of course, of course, people I think it tastes better like that, but it's just all, all you're eating is greasy fried chicken at that point. So why do you want to put that in your body? That's why I don't eat fried chicken unless we pan fry it in olive oil. Yeah, Sharon used to be really good. She had the best chicken recipes that she had pan fried. I loved them the way she used to cook it. And those are okay if you do it like that in olive oil and you, and you do them slow and whatever. But don't be doing it deep fat fryers. Don't, don't do that. They're really, 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 really unhealthy unless you know the kind of oil and you know that it's fresh. Then you still have to be careful with it as far as from a calorie standpoint because there are so many calories in it. So it's, it's, it's just very, very, very important. By the way, the U.S. debt is continuing to rise now. It's above $33 trillion for the first time. It's sort of another trillion in the last three months. I mean, it's almost mind-boggling, these numbers. You know, on September the 6th, when looking at the latest daily debt numbers, we predicted the total U.S. debt would hit the very special number of the Masons. is $33 trillion in just two weeks. And we were off by two days with the U.S. Treasury naturally obliging by hitting the number earlier rather than later. 
Now, the crazy part about this stuff is it's not going to get any better than this. It's going to get worse and worse and worse until they go to the digital currency. Once they go to the digital currency, what's going to happen is they're going to basically say, you know, they're going to have the ability at that point to basically monetize the debt and just do a bunch of dots and dashes and get rid of it. Now they have to do something pesky like print money, which they're doing the best they possibly can to not do that anymore. And so they're doing everything they possibly can to bankrupt the entire planet. This is not the United States by itself. We just happen to be the reserve currency. All of these national banks that are all Federal Reserve owned by the Rothschild boys and girls, they're basically just absolute debt-based instruments to control and enslave those countries, and we need to understand that. So whenever you get a chance, if you, if you have the opportunity, always diversify your assets. You know, Put it into real estate or gold or silver or, you know, or blue-chip stocks that you're aware of or whatever – but try not to leave that a lot of that in the bank in cash. It's, it's, that's, that's kind of important as far as from a monetary standpoint because you don't know what they're going to do with it basically after they get a chance to go to the digital currency. By the way, the Wi-Fi now, this show, we knew this already, your Wi-Fi can see you. When the police suspected Danny Kylo, an organ man of growing cannabis in his home, they drove to his house with a thermal imaging device to scan it. They found hot pockets in the house which were used to obtain search warrants and subsequently bust Kylo. Okay, but here's another thing: how it works. Wi-Fi is electromagnetic waves, 2.4 and 5 gigahertz ranges. The same thing as the light you see, only it can penetrate walls due to its much longer wavelength. Just like light in echolocation, these waves also reflect off various surfaces, and when reconstructed properly, can be used to create an image. Development of this technology was back at least as far as 2005, with researchers claimed that an IEE symposium that they had created an ultra-wide bandwidth, high-resolution, short-pulse imaging radar system operating around the 10 gigahertz, the application for which were explicitly for military and police use, providing them with enhanced situational awareness. A few years later, researchers at the University of Santa Barbara created an initial approach for increasing and imaging with Wi-Fi. They presented the IEE ACC 2009, and a year later, they demonstrated the feasibility of this approach. So what they're able to do now, if you leave your Wi-Fi system turned on, they have the ability to see you in your house. Yeah, that's pretty creepy, isn't it? And so we have a switch, a hot wire switch, or actually a light switch that we have plugged, that we have the Wi-Fi plugged into the house. And every night I go to bed, I shut it down. I shut the whole Wi-Fi system off in the house to stop a lot of this nonsense, not so much from a searching standpoint, but the fact that if you listen to the article I just read, your body sees that as light, and the body's pineal gland, which produces melatonin, which lets you sleep at night, cannot produce proper amounts of melatonin to let you sleep if it's in the presence of light. That's why the, you know, the, 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 the smart meters are so bad, because they put out so much electrical current, so much Wi-Fi. It's very, very important that you plug off and turn off, plug, unplug all of these different things in your house at nighttime. If you have lights that are turned on in your house, get a flashlight, put it by the bed so you can safely get up, period. Yeah, but don't be, don't be sitting around with night lights. I, I know people, they literally leave lights on in their room at night, and they sleep in the light, and they've aged very, very quickly. It's sad like that, but people do that kind of crazy stuff on an ongoing basis, which is you know, kind, of, kind of ridiculous, to be honest with you guys. Now, you know, I want, this is one more thing I want to say because I've had some issues with football games before. I wanted, I wanted to say this. A New England Patriots season ticket holder, Dale Mooney, 53, is beaten to death in the stands at Gillette Stadium by Miami Dolphins fans as cops launch an investigation. A witness said Mooney of New Market, New Jersey, was punched in the head three times. No arrest had been made after the father of two died on Sunday night. Uh, a New York season ticket holder was beaten to death. 
The Norfolk DA case County said cops responded to calls for medical aid in the section at 1057, and the matter remains under active investigation. It's a pretty big boy who got beaten to death. The problem is uh, it doesn't matter how big you are. If somebody hits you in the head hard enough, they can actually cause your brain to bleed and kill you. And I don't even know how this happened or why it happened, but I just know that a lot of people, when they go to games, they get really involved emotionally with the game because it's their team, the person they identify with, that basically is you know, playing for them to win. And, and the sad part about this is you know, we have to understand it's just a game, and if it's NFL, it's fixed anyhow. It's all it's all rigged. It's 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 not it's not a it's not a it's not a, it's classified as a, it's classified as gambling. Basically, it's not really classified as a sport. They're all rigged. I told you that the NFL games. Don't get me wrong. There's some great athletes out there. There's some phenomenal athletes, but the boys in Vegas, the Kabbalists, Luciferians, synagogue of Satan, it's always run Vegas. They want you to have a certain amount of money that you're going to put on these games and a certain amount of money that you're going to waste to keep you entrained so you can continue to support their lifestyles with their lavish buildings. If you go to Vegas, look at the Bellagio, look at Caesar's Palace. They didn't build those giant monuments because everybody's making money in Vegas. They built those giant monuments because almost everybody loses their money in Vegas, period. And just don't get into the habit of going out and gambling. It's all rigged for the house, period. That's why they have the giant hotels and all the other stuff they have in Vegas that are, in many cases, paid for from the earnings that they have. Be very, very, very careful when you go to football games or soccer games or anything else as far as rowdy fans, period. Because here's the problem. You may be big. You may be strong. You may be a fighter. You get sucker punched in the back of the head or you get hit, hit, hit beside the head with you know, something like a Coke bottle or whatever it is, and you go out, you're out. It's over with. You never got in the fight. You got sucker punched. Be very, very careful. You got people sitting around you in a closed, open environment like that, people coming and going as far as getting into conflicts. Just, just try to avoid it and realize you're not at a Christian event. <laughs> That's the most important thing. It's not a Christian event in most of these – well, in none of these NFL stadiums and pretty much none of the college football games. All right, I love you guys. I've had the, the privilege to pray for you again today. You guys are amazing to me. I'm just so blessed to be part of your lives. Austin, finish it up, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Uh, you're absolutely right. I've been to many, many, many football games in my life, and there's definitely a lot of emotions that run high sometimes. And you got to be situationally aware. I mean, I've been around games where you start seeing, you know, rows of people and they're starting getting really belligerent, really obnoxiously drunk. And, you know, you've got to be aware of that, especially where you're seated, who you're around, the situation. You know, if you're in basically the opposing team's group and you're the only one in there and you're surrounded by these guys, you've got 20 or 30 people that are around you that are all the opposing team, you better use cautions before you start running your mouth. Fighting in stands is very difficult because you do not have any type of significant tactical advantage. You can't move very well. You can't you basically you can't you know gap from side to side. You can't really shoot on anybody. As far as I mean, from not from a physical firearm standpoint, from jujitsu standpoint, it's so the variables are very very out of your favor in a fight in the stands, and there's not really a positive outcome at all. So yeah, use wisdom that been in a lot of games, never been to fight a football game. Try to 
avoid those. Generally, I try to avoid fights, period. Best thing to do is walk away, go to another place, try to step out of the situation if you feel like it's escalating very, very rapidly. Then one of the best things you can do, if you really are going to want to go to one of those games, make sure you're in a section that basically you're around a lot of your own team members, I guess you could say, and people that are identifying as your team, you know, so you're not surrounded by a bunch of people from the other side. Just thought I would throw that out there. Just a tidbit if you're going to football games and running around and doing all that kind of stuff. So just be aware of it. It's like I told you guys before, you know, when you're out and about, even in a public setting, you don't want to, you don't have to be paranoid or be strange, you know, looking around everywhere, but you want to be situationally aware. There's usually, if you're even moderately aware, you'll pick up on cues from people out in public very quickly. That's why I tell you, if you're a mom or a dad and you're walking around with your children, you're going to a store, you're going to a mall or something, always Always be looking around everywhere, not just in your close vicinity, but out, you know, 25 meter perimeter around you. Look at people's body language. Look how they're acting. Look at how they're looking at you. Are they making direct eye contact in you and approaching you? Are they staring at your child? Are they standing in a corner acting like they're playing on their phone while they're scoping out the room? There's a lot of things you can pick up on very quickly. And if you're not understanding of that, make sure you take a tactical class. Basically, you know, you even there's a lot of places that'll teach you how to do a basic security contractor class, which teaches you how to read people, how to read situations, and how to monitor situations. Even if you're not going to be a security contractor, but taking a four, six, eight hour, ten hour security contracting class will really, really improve your situational awareness, especially as you protect your family when you go out and about. Just a little tidbit I thought I'd throw out there. If you guys need anything. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. Give us a call, 1-800-726-1834. I told you to join Rebuilding Formula. All new, up on the on the website. We'll be up on the front page on sale here shortly. And also the Magnesium Brain Food. Last day to take advantage of the 15% off sale. That's on the front page. And also, two, be sure to vote for what you want to see win tomorrow as product of the week as the CoQ10 and the vitamin C with the antioxidants, they're going back neck and neck as far as the uh, formulas. So those are two really popular products that look like they're probably going to go on sale tomorrow. So you guys vote. Whichever one you guys vote for the most, it wins. I told you guys that before. So have a blessed, safe, awesome evening, my friends. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.